Episode number 184 of the Tartan Running Shorts podcast, hosted by Tom Bryan and myself, Kyle Gregg. So, Tommy, you're sporting your running for Duncan for running donuts or whatever the hell that is you've got there, Boston Strong. Uh, why are you wearing that top? There's usually a, a theme with these uh, these things. <laughs> There's, where's your UTMB top? Oh, wait. Yeah, wait a minute. Oh, I wait. Have UTMB you, top. you didn't do it, did you? No, I didn't. What can I say? I'm just a... But, I'm just a fraud in a Boston Marathon uh, Donuts t-shirt. Well, the, the only th- there's no theme in it. The theme is that, unlike a lot of runners, a large part of my wardrobe is running related. As and I'm speaking to a man who has a hawker. What does it say? Hawker do? Well, is that a hawker jump? Is that a hawker hoodie? No, it's a it's a super dry top. I was going to wear my UTMB yeah. <laughs> <laughs> super dry. I don't I don't have freebies as uh, as as casual wear these days. I wear fashion fashionable fashion, yeah. uh, uh outfits while i'm lounging about the house i was going to wear my gilet top but then you know i must apologize i should have you said should've. to you i sh- you you deserve uh you know a utmb um gilet for for getting me round in semi semi normal or semi semi in one piece rather than pieces eh but you know that's so. very kind of you but you know what i was this is without getting we're all this is all getting lovely and all very nice and huggy and happy clappy because actually I was I really enjoyed yeah. watching UTMB last week. I was saying to Fiona I was like how much I appreciated you asking you having me over to crew because oh. I was like that was such an amazing honestly I consider myself so lucky to have had that experience to crew someone at the at the UTMB and I was I said I said to Fiona I was like do you know what? I really appreciate it. that's such a nice thing for Kel to I know that I was on pit on the face of it I'm I'm going to crew you but it was such a I was. I'm so glad to have had that experience. It was oh, it was amazing. Don't you, 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 there's a shiny wee. Uh, <laughs> I've got a shiny cheek just now. Eh? Fine as I. <laughs> but well, well. So we, and it was the UTMB last week. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to reminisce about Kyle's dancer and big dancer and Mont Blanc. We've got Ben McMillan on this week. Uh, the latest talent that's coming out of the the yellow train uh, station. And we've got. We're going to talk about the hundred, the world hundred k champs, which was last week. We had. Listener, uh, listeners and friends of the show in action there. Uh, there's races in Bancroft. We've got Antrim Coast as well. So plenty to talk about. A Sterling 10K preview, hot off the press, received from race director Lewis Miller about 10 minutes ago. So we've got plenty oh, to talk about. Exclusive, exclusive stuff at TRS, eh? That's why, that's why you pay the big bucks to listen to this. And we should uh, probably start <laughs> with the hat trick of races on the weekend. There was oh, two of us we, covering three yeah. races. Tom and I were were uh, smashing it up at firstly at Parkrun for your fine self, um, so yeah, we 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 got the TRS shorts out and got a double yes. TRS uh, duet going. Although I was um, in the in the play park while you guys were um, <laughs> yeah thrashing it, thrashing the woods out there. So this is the first time the the Hazelhead Parkrun's been back this year. So yeah, because um, of Storm Arwen and all the trees being felled. Uh, so yeah, that's no, it's pretty cool. It's, yeah, it was good to see you, and um, yeah, still on red alert as always. I was like, Tommy, I'll, I'll give me your phone. I'll take your phone, and you're like, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, I might have to, I might have to sack this this park run off. Uh, you know, but uh, here we are. We're, we're we're sitting down on a Monday night, and um, you know, we're still waiting for the for the green light. Eh, so. Um, so yeah, no, Tommy, tell us about your parkrun experience. Um, <clears throat> was it good? Good being back, and I mean, basically, just to set the scene, folks, this parkrun is literally five minutes away from Tommy's house. Yeah, the warm up is shorter than the parkrun. 
That's that's, that's yeah. which is quite cool. And I run from the front door. Yeah, it was cool. So uh, Hazelhead Park Run for listeners who are not from Aberdeen, it's a lovely park run. It's it's in the sort of there's a wood next to the in Aberdeen Hazelhead Woods, and it's just a trail up and down. Um, it's it's steep enough. I, I mean, it's not steep, but I'm using the word steep. It's got a gradient going up that's enough that you you're not on a flat course, but it's also gentle enough that you can run a pretty you can run the hard effort. So I was um. Yeah, and you know what's interesting for me? I was, it was when 2020, when COVID hit, I remember clearly we got the announcement that there was, that London Marathon was cancelled on the Friday. Uh, it was sometime in March, was it? Yeah. And I remember I was just about to go out for, no, I was out for a run, that's it. I was going to go out for a 10 miler and someone sent me a WhatsApp. I had headphones in, I got a ping, there was a notification. So I looked at my phone on the Friday night after work, London's cancelled. I thought, right, I'm not doing 10 miles here. And I ran home. I just ran ran it short. So the next day, I thought, right, I'm not doing like a 30k marathon marathon session. I'm going to go and do park run. So I went to do Hazelhead Park Run. So yeah, 14th of March 2020, uh, I ran 16:48. So that I see that as like the start of the bookmark of, oh, COVID is well gone. But then I've obviously been away and stuff. Anyway, I did part Hazelhead Park Run yesterday. It's back. 18:10, and I feel like I've now got oh. like I've bookend the two now, so I've got a minute, I've got a minute 20 to find. I'm going to find it. I'm gonna, no, no, no worries there. But what was great is it was, as you said, it was out because of Storm Arwen, and the organisers have done a huge amount of work and local volunteers to fill in all these after the trees have been removed, fill in all these potholes, and the course is in great shape to run. So it really great to great to be back. There was over 200 people running it. I was obviously there. Kyle's better half Debbie was running as well so it was cool it was really and it was just nice to see people nice to see all the Hazelhead Park runners out again so thoroughly enjoyed it brilliant and uh yeah I mean you were what fourth were you third fourth? I was third yeah I was third, third behind two two club mates so wow. Alan Christie who's uh who's in great great form at the minute he was I think he was like he was well under 17 minutes and then a new another chap from the club who I'd never met before nice to be back and meet new faces he was quick he was I think low 17 so it was cool enough people to chase even if i realized about halfway through i thought i'm not catching these boys <laughs> and actually I, I did a session with alan last tuesday so i knew and actually i've run i, re, I ran against him at Carathis a couple of weeks ago so i knew he was long gone I, I said to him afterwards my goal was you come out of the the woods at about 2k and there's a little out i mean the whole thing's out and back but you kind of basically run to this turning point but you're you're by the side of the golf course, and I had it in mind. I wanted to get out of the woods at 2k, so 500 meters to the turn, and not and and the guys still not have turned, and that was fine. Alan was just about to turn, so that was a uh, that was fine. Oh, nice, nice. Well, uh, well, it was one one better than I did. I mean, I was, I, I you know, on the day I did two two races. Um, you know, the first one was the. Um, in fact, sorry, just before I go into that, was there pigeons kicking about in the Hazelhead Park Run? No, why? <laughs> Debbie was saying there was pigeons that were attacking her. I don't know what that was. What? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. What, did I, she stop? Was she stood still? <laughs> I don't know. She told pigeons. me there was uh, pigeons attacking her. I, I just wow. wondered if there was uh, an army of pigeons kicking about. I, I've never seen a pigeon in Hazelhead Woods. <laughs> never. I mean, that, that's a sort of stomping Making ground of mine daily. So that's what it'll be then. Mm, interesting. Um, <laughs> anyway. So uh, anyway, well, you so you've gone. You, um, Kyle. We said we literally quick photo at the finish when I finished, and Kyle, and Debbie, oh, and the boys dash. hit the hit the road because they were heading down to the part of the Union Street 
Union Street celebrate Aberdeen Parade, you were you're in the mile race. Mel's I was. Mile. Uh, so so we had kind of two reasons for going down there. The, the main reason was um, the, our, our my sister in law. She works for Chaz, so we had the kids being. They were part of the the floats and um, the the parade, so they were they were doing that. And then I was like, well, you know what? I, I should really enter the the mile. So um, uh, I I got an I. Entered for the Union Street Mile, um, which was um, raising money. The Mel's Mel's Mile, um, the late Mel Edwards, Mel Edwards' dad, um, who we got on the uh, just before his passing, we got him on the the podcast. Um, so yeah, if you want to have a listen to a legend in the sport, um, yeah, go back to our archives. So no, it was it was really good. Um, we we started at like ten to eleven. Um, it was the, the the road was closed Union Street, which is like the, the kind of main street in Aberdeen, um, in the city centre. You start at the music hall and you run up like I think it's like six hundred meters or something, uh, and then you go all the way down to the very bottom, and then you finish. And you know what? Like I I, I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. It was that it was it, it got me. Um, it really got my juices flowing again, race-wise, Tommy. I was, uh, I was loving it. Well, good the, job because you were racing think... about an hour later. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, it, it was, but I was quite nervous. Like usually for ultras, I don't really get that nervous. Um, but for something like this, I was like, oh god, I don't know how this is going to go. You know, because I'm not used to, I'm not used to running that fast um, and that hard. Mm-hmm. for such a short period of time and I don't think I've ever done a mile before I was trying to rack my brains the only one I've done is a beer mile but that doesn't really count um, <laughs> so you know what happened Tommy I completed it which meant that I got a personal best the first personal best I've 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 managed to attain this decade wow so I'm I'm delighted with myself like, you know maybe no one else is but uh, anyway we'll, we'll cut to the nitty-gritty I got a fourth place just outside the medals, sorry folks, but I did wear my tartan running shorts, so um, you know I think that deserves a, a medal in itself. Um, and I was first TRS runner as well, so I was quite happy with that. Uh, but now 4:40, Tommy predicted I would run sub 4:40. I ran 4:42, so I wasn't I was far quite, off. I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't too bad. Um, I was like, yeah, pretty happy with that. The the first male was um, um, Adam Brown from Aberdeen Athletics Club. He ran 4.30. Uh, Stephen Malloy ran 4.34. And Robbie Cooman from Fraser Running Club, a massive fan of the show. I said I'd give him a mention. He deserves a mention because he was in the top three. Uh, unfortunately, Kyle Gregg shouldn't deserve a mention because he was fourth place. But also, he was... I thought he was 442. I was 443. So, oh boy, oh boy. And uh, I think your first male veteran would be Paul Knight, who got a 445. So he's got some pace on him. Uh, so, and then another fan of the show, Mark Beargree, um, Peterhead Athletics Club, was chatting to him. So, yeah, great run from him as well. And uh, one of our other fans of the show, Rosie Hislop from Metro Aberdeen, she got the win as well. And uh, in the in the mile again she, no shoot sorry that's a complete lie sorry rosie you're a second place julie hoyle was first and from jog scotland contour in 524 so uh and your third place was um a regular in the, the short distance 
run seen in Aberdeen, Elaine Wilson of Hidden Peak Running in 535. Uh, so, yeah, that was really good. Um, yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was good catching up with some of the Metro lads as well. Um, you know, Graham Moore and, and Quentin Chalmers, who also took part in the the Chris Smith Daviot Dash uh, five kilometre race. Which and Quentin has outdone uh, us both because Quentin uh, also did the Hayslide Park run. Oh, did he? Yeah, oh, I saw I the finish. Yeah, What's he triple threaded. Yeah, outdone Jeez, us. Oh. He's the, Quentin that. is the uh, Quentin is the equivalent of us combined. <laughs> That's it. So now kudos to Quentin and uh, Graham Moore as well. I think he must, must have also done the the park run. I'm not I sure. Yeah, I I'm think not sure. I didn't anyway, um, so now was it just before I move on to the the next race? It was a really well run event. Um, it was a, a fantastic tribute to to Mel. Um, you know, setting it up, but also the you know the the funds raised. Uh, it was over two two. I think it was about two and a half thousand pounds raised. Um, you know, just with the com- com- combination of the 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 seniors and the the junior races as well. So, yeah, well done to Miles for getting that, uh, organising that, and also the volunteers as well. So. Yeah, really good event. So hopefully um we'll see Tom a Tommy a Tommy Kyle showdown one time, eh? I would I would really like to do the mile event. And to be honest, we I think most years it's always clashed with has it been the same day as Bake not maybe not Bake Hughes. It was the day before the Great Aberdeen run. The day there before, some, yeah. There was some, there right. was a good reason in the past I've not done it. And if I'm honest, this year it just didn't come onto my radar. But yeah, let's do that next year. I'm I'm keen. Look at that. We're keen, yeah. folks. We've got a, a list longer than our arm to, it's, to run. The list is ridiculous. <laughs> it's so long that we don't even take it seriously. But I need to... <laughs> I, I'm really starting to take them seriously. I've even started writing them down, these things that we say. So, uh, oh, yeah. At, at least they're, they're logged there. They're logged. <laughs> so tell us about um, your next race. So, yes. I, I then... Um, so, so I, essentially, I, I was only going to do the Union Street Mile, and then I realised there was an entry for the... There were still entries available for the the David Dash, and uh, you know I was like, well, you know, I, I didn't I didn't know Chris Smith, um, who sadly passed away a couple of years ago, um, when he went out for a run, um, in the hills uh, earlier, well, a couple of years ago now, and um, yeah, basically I knew him well, but he he was someone who I aspired to. Because of his, you know, his prowess, has been a local lad as well in Aberdeenshire, and recently ran for Thames Valley Harriers. I watched him win Snowden one year, so a real talent of a, a runner. And fortunately, passed away when he was out in the hills, uh, which we we chatted about a while back when we got one of the volunteers from the Mountain Rescue to come on and just chat about safety and things. So, if you want to have a look back in those. Ep- that episode, I can't remember, must be a couple of years ago now. Um, have a have a listen. Uh, but that no, was really good. It was a fantastic, well organised race. It was a great day. Like you know, you can, as you can see, Tommy, that that <laughs> shiner I've got is uh, that, is a, that is a red bones right that's there. That's a forgot I forgot where my cap didn't I? Uh, so it was it was five kilometres, two laps around Daviot uh, Estate. And uh, yeah, and I got a cheeky little win out of it as well. So I was delighted. No, it was hard. It was the second lap. It was undulating, you know, as uh, no doubt, as a hill runner would say, it was it was hill. It wasn't really hilly. It was just undulating. So, so I ended up, um, yeah. The 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 prize. It was such a. It's an amazing prize. 
the winners of each race, the male and the female, got to to plant a tree next to his memorial. Um, wow, that's very cool. Amazing. Uh, what type so, of tree yeah. did you plant? Oh, now you put me out. I think it's a is that a beech tree? I think it was a beech okay. tree. So no, a real a really uh, fantastic race again. Marshaled at every corner you can think of, well supported by the the Daviat Community Trust as well, and uh, also Chris Smith's family were were present as well. And uh, I I got the opportunity to say a few words to them. So yeah, here is some of Chris's family who I spoke to post race. Okay, so I'm here with uh, Chris's brother Stephen. So it, it's uh, great, great to meet you in in person. But no doubt our paths crossed back in the day when you, I think you were a triathlete, were you? Is that right? Yeah, I used yeah. to do uh, a lot of triathlons and um, yeah. hell runs, cross country yeah. runs, and yeah. things like that. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. good, good. Well, today we're here at the um, the the memorial race, uh, Christmas memorial race. The the five k. Um, gee, I've, my head's gone. The Daviot. Jeez, oh. Christmas Daviot. There you go. Christmas Daviot Dash. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, a fantastic day. Um, we're right next to this memorial. It's just fantastic. What a beautiful place this is, and a beautiful uh, course, a beautiful race, and such a great community as well. And it's uh, yeah, just just amazing to see what you guys have done with the trust as well so um but yeah just tell us a little bit about you know the trust in itself you know how it was when it was set up and how it was set up i i know but just more for the listeners as well yeah so the uh christmas memorials trust was set up uh, kind of the months after my brother chris died back in october 2020 um so he died while he was out running uh, in the hills down down in Perthshire in Glen Lyon. Um, so it was a bit unexpected, you know, it came a bit of out of the blue. And in the wake of his death, a lot of kind of people wanted to kind of contribute and market. So people started giving us money. Or somebody set up a, a Just Giving, Just giving page yeah, sure. and people started contributing. Yeah. And then um, after a few months, you know, there was quite a significant amount of money that was in there and we had to decide what to do with it. So um, that's where the, the memorial fund was set, or the memorial trust was set up. And so it's basically members of Chris's family, an extended family, and um, it's there to kind of support anybody that's having any kind of financial difficulty yeah. in accessing any kind of running-related activity or stuff. So it's not for elite runners or good runners. It's for anybody that kind of needs a bit of a small grant to help them so the type of uh, type of things we've been supporting range from um you know we had a, a runner that was starting out doing frame running oh, yeah you know which yeah. is like a yeah yeah um she needed she basically needed a a like a, a wheelchair type thing to yeah. help her just start stand on that. up right and you yeah, use your yeah. legs to so i think it's for people with yeah. cerebral palsy and things like that yeah. so we gave her a grant okay. and that allowed her to buy that yeah. um we've supported a starting up a junior park run in glasgow Amazing. in Levengrove. yeah so we gave them a grant um and, and we've, we have also supported you know young up-and-coming runners that maybe wanted to go and um uh you know go to a training camp abroad so we, yeah. we we contributed towards that okay. so yeah. we tried to make it quite a 
a wide range of things we support. Um, it's primarily aimed at kind of younger people, but we have supported kind of older people that yeah. were having yeah. some that asked as well. So. Okay. And yeah, that's yeah, what you guys have done fantastic legacy for Chris. Um, I've not only got yourself here, I've also got Nick and uh, Chris's dad as well here. So, y'all, y'all enforced today at the event. Uh, and, and Nick, uh, sorry, uh, you know, what year, Chris's dad, Mike. you were Mike, sorry, Mike, uh, you were taking part in the race as well today. And how did that go? Well, just about the same as last year, except, uh, you know, a better age-related time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> age graded on this course as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were saying as well, you know, as you know, as a hill runner, you know, Chris obviously been a hill runner. I, I don't know what you would describe this, but probably an undulating yes, course, not a hilly course. A warm, a warm up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, and you were, Nick, you were the organiser, that's why you weren't taking part, is that right? Yes, that's yeah. right, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Um, we as a family grew up um, around Daviot, yeah. so... Um, his Chris's uh, friends from school, uh, commonly known as the Davit Lads, yeah, okay. they uh, built. They actually helped build the memorial and re- renovated the, um, the the building we see here, and laid the the stones and the, put the podium up. Yeah. Um, and then in co- uh, in co- combination with Davit Community Trust, who actually own all uh, own own this land, um, they came forward and said, "Do you want to?" Uh, come up with some sort of run to as, as a memorial to Chris so we did had the first one last year and it was uh, really really well supported yeah. tremendous and then yeah. we did, at the time we were only going to do it as a one-off and yeah. uh, there was no f- plans but then with the response we had last year we decided to do it again this yeah. year so we've uh, run it again yeah. oh, brilliant brilliant so yeah hopefully we'll we'll see you taking part uh, in... <laughs> well, we'll see <laughs> so, well, yeah. Nick did um the Snowden run a couple oh, months yeah. ago, yeah. a couple oh, last nice. month, yeah. on basically no training. Oh, look at yeah. that, eh? So, uh, yeah. 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 And we must say, Chris has been a, a Snowden winner as well yes, in the right, past yeah. as that's well. That's how he so. managed to blag as well. Right. <laughs> Brilliant. You've been mortified you didn't train for it, though, eh? Well, I've got the second fastest Snowden race time for the family. Brilliant. All time. I love it. And, uh, yeah, and, and finally, um, you know, the listeners, you know, our, our listening base, um, how can they, like, get involved in the, the trust, not just, you know, for, you know, request and support, um, but also just to, to, you know, find out how to support it and raise money for it as well? Well, the, probably the best way is to go onto the website. So if you just Google Chris Smith Memorial Fund, yeah. you'll come up to it. Yeah, um, link as well. And the show uh, we've got a Facebook page I think as well yeah. <laughs> and uh, all those other stuff so yeah. you should be able yeah. to find it yeah um so yeah we're always looking if if people did want to raise money for a local kind of charity um you know you can follow the link on the website yeah. and it'll take you tell you how to do that yeah. okay Brilliant. um and the next but at the moment we're trying to organize a big fundraiser in march yeah. um it's more likely to be down in the down near Brighton, where Chris was living with yeah. with Lindsay and, and his kids. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so but, but you know, okay. any amounts that people want to contribute will uh, greatly accept. Yeah, brilliant. Well, it's been uh, yeah, pleasure meeting you all, and uh, thanks for letting me run this this race. And uh, <laughs> yeah, great to be here. It's the first time I've I've actually been up here, so now I'll certainly be coming back to to water my, my tree over there as well. <laughs> uh, so no, thanks very much, guys. Right, cheers. cheers, thanks. Man.
All right. So we're back again. <laughs> uh, so yeah, thank you very much for for um, yeah, just letting me have a chat with you guys. And uh, yeah, well done for an amazing race. So Tommy, that's my um, that's my weekend of running. And uh, yeah, I mean, it, usually I would say that I've done a full like ten k of racing, but it was only like four miles, and I did two races. <laughs> Well, it's more than I, it's more than I did anyway. So, well, why don't we go before Ben jumps on? Let's go. We're gonna go. If you're talking about Kyle's mile racing, we're gonna reminisce back to one of his longest races. Last week was UTMB race, UTMB week, sorry. And we've got Fat Simpsons, another amazing performance to talk about. The UTMB itself. I, as someone who's not an ultra runner, and I'm generally not that interested in ultra running, uh, as it, bizarrely, I love watching the UTMB. And like we had it on. All week it was. We just had the, the stream on in the office one day. I had it on my second monitor, just watching. Well, watching that was the day when Robbie was in the the uh, the OCC, and then on the weekend, I let I, we went to bed on Friday night with with it on as they went into the night. Uh, and actually, Kyle, I don't know if you've seen this. I think it's a it's a Kumiya. They've they've put in a new Hoka light mile. Have you seen this? No, it's unreal. It's like a ton. You're running through the night, and there's this tunnel of like neon lights that you run through for like it might be like it might even be like half a mile or something. It's just it's, a, it's sponsored by Hoka. Just um, that that section, it's amazing, like really cool because it's pitch dark everywhere around it. So these you just see this like tunnel of lights, absolutely oh, really? amazing. And I've, and anyway, so if we and it was class. So really enjoy watching the whole thing. I think that we start with the OCC. So we had Robbie Simpson, Fat Simpson going in that. The OCC is a 50k race. It's the, the latter 50k of the, or I think it was 56 in the end, of the of that UTMB route. Um, and he was Robbie was an impressive third place this year. He was second last year, but I yeah. think you know you look at the. It was a very different race. I remember watching it last year, and um, uh, what was the guy John? That's terrible. Albin. John Albin who beat yeah. him. But that yeah. was it. We just went out very differently, and it seemed it looked really hot. Uh, hearing from Robbie. He was saying that he had to uh, during the race this year. He stopped and lay down in a in a wee burn just to cool down. Like <laughs> just during the race, like absolutely must have been roasting. Um, the two Spanish guys in front were pretty looked imperious. One of them was cramping. You you'll know that that descent from uh, oh, the Flagere, the Flagere, yeah, that goes down. Oh. Eventually, past that Floria Cafe, and then you go. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Anyway, then you eventually you come over really the famous bridge. There. You can if really you're, move there. If, you're, if you've got energy, you can really get some, like, but see, when the likes of me going down that, I was just like, <laughs> you know, a down pile it. of tatties, like a bag, a sack of tatties I was going down that. Holy moly, going up that bridge though, over the road. <laughs> so that know. bridge, I saw them come at that bridge and they obviously skipped <laughs> over it. And I was thinking, like, I must have stood next to that bridge for about an hour, maybe two, <laughs> waiting. Next to that bloody bridge, you can see, you can see my torch in like the near distance, yeah. and you still take an hour. It's still took me an hour to get back. There's, <laughs> a, I need to, you know, I'll share. There's a comedy Facebook live we did of like waiting for you, and you finally <laughs> appear. It's brilliant. You did so well, mate. It was absolutely amazing. Oh, but and my, it was uh, like, I remember my last, um, my last mile being like six minute, six minute per, per kilometer. I was flying. At yeah, more. <laughs> I was uh, I was class, but and I, and so seeing it all really it brought it all back. I, I tuned in on Sunday mo- Saturday morning. I tuned in before I went to the park run, and uh, Big Jim had gone through Champilac that where I remember seeing you at Champilac, and then he Jim Walmsley who was talked up, and he yeah. got it, it turned out um, Killing had gone past him. It was Killing Yorney who went on to win it uh, in a 
record sub 20 hours sub 20 hours it's, it's that ridiculous. is obscene isn't it and how many miles is it is it what 100 110 107 miles isn't that Something 107 like yeah 10,000 meters of climb like in a, in a flat race a sub 20 hour for 100 miles is impressive but to but do it 10,000 meters of vert is just and the boy in second, uh, Matthew Blanchard, he was sub twenty as well. Yeah, yeah. So they both shows the records, like mental, absolutely mental. mental. Uh, and even yeah. Jim Walmsley, what was it? he finished? So Tom, Tom Evans in fourth. That's a big run from Tom Evans. It was a, a big run from Tom. Yeah, I mean he's he's just come back from injury as well. Uh, well, just come back. He he did get a um, you know he's he's had three wins and three course records. Uh, and he's got the time to train. That's his job. Uh, no, no disrespect, but he's that's he's put everything on to, um, you know, to to doing well at the UTMB and to getting back into dynamite shape, which he clearly has. So, uh, you know, Tom Evans is a Brit, uh, and yeah, amazing run from from Tom. He had, um, I think, about twelve months ago it was like he he was just coming back from rehab. So it's a great, uh, yeah. A fantastic comeback from him, no doubt. So Absolutely. amazing. Um, which so, which so meant was, that uh, it, 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 he knocked Jim Walmsley out of the out of the podium, yeah, out of the podium, eh? But do you know what's uh, quite cool is is Jim was um, so yeah, so Killian nineteen forty nine, Matthew Blanchard nineteen fifty four, so only five minutes back. Tom Evans twenty thirty four, and then Jim Walmsley was twenty one twelve. So he was. You know, uh, he was an hour and twenty minutes behind Killian. That's crazy. And then rounding out the f- the fifth place was Zach Miller, twenty one twenty seven. Zach Miller, good who I Zach, saw, like. <laughs> Zach, good old Zach Miller, who I sat at the table at Champy Life right. waiting for you, and he was yeah. there with his his coach going, "Man, I'm fucked." <laughs> <laughs> I remember that because he went out. He went like an absolute weapon, didn't he? At oh, the start. He did. He's just a wee guy, isn't he? Like you know, he, he's yeah. got that sort of. I think he had like sort of mullet type look. I think back then. I don't know. I didn't actually see any footage of him. I, I, ch- I dialed in. They were really focusing on Killing and Matthew uh, this time. And of course, then in the ladies race, it was a really impressive run. Katie Scheid, uh, yeah. USA twenty three fifteen. That's a fantastic time. Bloody what hell! Was, that what is the like... record? Is that the record? What did well, what Cor- did um, Courtney DeWalter run last year? She? I don't know what she ran, but it can't be far off it. Um, so let me I see. Cody DeWalter. I think she's ran a 23 or 24. 22 30. 22 30. So what did what, I say that Katie was? 23 15. Yeah, she, she's 45 minutes back. That's crazy. So 22 30 is only an hour behind Zach Miller, who was fifth in the men's race. That, that's, that's crazy. Medical, isn't it? Yeah. It just shows the talent of like some of these up and coming yeah, females as well. I say up and coming, they're, no, they're already here. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, but like, she ran really well. Certainly, the last uh, I watched the footage. Yeah, let's see. I watched the woman. I saw the woman on on TV come through, Champilac, and she was. I think she was pretty clear at that point. And it was Marianne Hogan, Canadian runner, twenty four thirty one in second. Caitlin Gerben, uh, US in third, and twenty five oh seven. Yeah, and and the, a lot of them were in the the top twenty, top twenty five as well. Um, you know, so it was it was, it was very much. Um, they were. Yeah, there was that one guy. Um, I see Andy Simmons was running. Um, I don't actually have the results in front of me, but he had quite a good race. Was he? Was he eleventh or something? I don't, I've only got the. I don't know, I've only got the top ten up here. Um, and then a guy called Mark Derbyshire, who who's an a, an English guy. 
he ran a really good race. He was in the top 20 as well, uh, which I thought was you know amazing for, for a Brit to be able to compete and, and perform and get a top 20. I think it's it's amazing. So, yeah, congratulations on uh, everyone who was taking part. Uh, unfortunately, Meryl Cooper had to drop out. Um, yeah, I saw that. I don't know That's what happened, but uh, Stuart Ross, who, who was taking part, I think he was doing the CCC. Um Congrats on a run. Uh, I say on a run, on your race uh, as well. I'm sure there was other. Who else was doing it? There was um, of the of the UTMB itself. I don't I don't know any other names. Really but I mean, just a, to a list. I get, well, you get the, well. You well, you remember just to go back to the the how we started. So yeah, the the OCC. It was Manuel Morelos for the win, five eighteen. Antonio Martinez Perez also Spain, five twenty one second, and then Robbie Simpson Bankery, five twenty four. Um, in third place in the women's side on that, it was Sheila Avias Castano, also Spanish, winning the OCC, and she is a an Adidas Terex um, teammate of uh, of Robbie. And then it was Nuria Caprera, six sixteen, Spain, second place, and Danny Moreno, uh, US six seventeen. Um, so yeah, just uh, you know, what? I know the question I was going to ask you is, do you have a hankering to go back? Because I'm, I would really, I can. I think I could get my head around the OCC. Oh, really? Is this mean would, so you you do it? I, if I could, I think yes. I'm going to qualify, qualify and train for it. But I think that I, I've got this, I would love to run an event at the UTMB. And I know that I'm never going to get into shape or interest or motivation to do the longer, longer ones. But when I see people running, I think to myself, 50K, I think I could do it. I could get, I could stay out there for eight hours. Whether I could run eight hours or not, I'm not sure. But I, I think... It's it's enough of a realistic thing that I I'm not saying I'm that's my goal to go and do it next year, but it's it's triggering. Oh, it feels like the ge- genesis of a of an idea yeah. at the moment. Yes, hear that, folks. Uh, let's let's get this wheels. Let's let's get the wheels turning here, folks. Uh, give them I'm some added, encouragement. I'm adding to, to the list. Actually, you, I'm not joking. <laughs> this list does Page actually number exist. Two. Page number two. Yeah. Um, what mm, about you then? So, no, do you I'd have? It's now three years since you did the four years, 2019, right? Three years, no, 20, three years, 2019, wasn't it? Because yeah. Logan was just born. So, do yeah. you, how do you feel? Do you have any hankering to go back? Well, when I watched some of the, when I watch it, it does, it was amazing. Like, I remember just at that start line, you know, I, I was fortunate enough to be, uh, as they would call an elite, and no, because of my ITRA points. Um, and, course, uh, yeah. like, you, you know, your number is like one of the, the lower ones and you, you go straight to the front and uh yeah, I was like next to Pau Capel who who ended up winning it and I knew him from the Mozart races uh so it was just quite cool chatting to him next to Andy Simmons as well who did really well Tom Owens uh and the music starts going oh uh, the crowd <laughs> like this this little village is closed down you've got it's like being in a football stadium, but for runners, you know, <laughs> for trail runners. It's literally just one of I the... I felt goosebumps watching yeah, you. Just yeah, it was, it was just like, it was, I can't, I can't, like, it was, I'm so glad. I mean, my run wasn't great, um, but to just to be part of that and to complete it was just, it was, a you know, one of the things I'll always remember. And obviously just having Logan at the time it was uh, emotional and um you know, to finish and to just so tough as well, like physically so tough. Um, you know, ten thousand meters of climb, hundred plus miles of running, like more than I've ever done at that point. 
uh, it was, and then, you know, you're running through the night with your head torch uh, and you end up like the sun sets, you see it. And then the sun rises, you also see it. And I'm running along the valley and I'm just like, this is, this is, this is priceless, this, you know? Like I'm I'm running in the middle of no, like the one of the most beautiful places in the world. And like for anyone who wants to do something like this, it doesn't have to be in a race situation, but even just like going up one of the hills, one of the climbs at like 11 at night, and you've got all the cowbells ringing. It was like Tour de France. There was literally hundreds of people for two or three miles just, you know, as you're going up this big climb in one of the big, you know, just on top of the uh villages you know it was just electric stuff it was like yeah i, I can't explain it it's, it's i mean the best probably the best thing to do is to go back to the re- recap and just listen to tom and i chatting about it because it's just priceless stuff you know uh, there is, we've got like I, I should really dig out the footage we've got because some of our the we've got i think there's some like trs archive footage never used i think i recorded some stuff oh. with you during the race that we never released uh some B- b-sides is that what you B- call yeah, it yeah exactly so i'll need to i'll maybe need to go through that at some point because that would be quite entertaining um yeah i mean yeah oh, it was just yeah i can't get, even, i still can't get my head around how you got around it you might get some inserted audio clips folks uh if if we've got the time this week to edit. exactly yeah so uh anyway you still answer my question would you go back I'm trying to I'm trying to avoid uh, deflect the uh, the question. Yes, I think I would. Um, nice. But y- y- you're probably the first one to to hear that. In fact, shit, everyone's heard it now. <laughs> um, I don't know when I would go back though. And I think if I was to go back, I don't know what one I would do. If I do the the full one again, or if I would do like the CCC or the the OCC. Maybe do you know what? I probably do the CCC. If you're going to do the OCC, I'll do the CCC. And then you, I'll crew for you, and then you crew for me, and then nice. or or if you're just going to do it next year, whenever I'll just I'll be there anyway. So I'd love to that, see you smashing up, man. It'd be amazing. That'd be cool. That would be very good. <laughs> well, that is that feels like the perfect moment to. Uh, I was just trying to find that video. We can't. Uh, we will find it. But that feels like the perfect moment because we're going to go. We've gone up to 107 miles. We're going to come back down to uh, everything short because now we are. We're going to be joined by the latest talent on the Scottish scene, Ben McMillan. Hello. Hi, guys. How are we doing? I'm good. Hey, ben, how are you? Right. More importantly. I'm not doing too bad. I'm not too bad. Good, good. Well, thank you for jumping on TRS, Ben. You've been... You've really been top of the list for a while for us to get on the on the on the podcast, and I think for me, there was a you've done many things we're going to talk about, but the one thing that I thought we've got to get this lad on TRS is the Monument Mile. That's the that's the moment. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was that. I tell you what, that's been the crowning moment of my season. Honestly, nothing nothing has gone come close to that night. Honestly, probably one of the oh. best nights of my entire life. Is oh really? Peak. Oh, amazing. Well, I must say, like, um, you know, 
the stats from that event, you were were you not like the first runner in uh, like twenty odd, even thirty odd years to run sub four minute miles in Scottish soil? As a, that's uh, yeah, yeah, it's incredible. So like, uh, what I is that stat? Do you know what? Yeah, it was like oh, I think it was someone, two guys did it, and I think it was like maybe 1987 or 84 or something like wow. that. They were the last two Scottish guys to run uh, sub four minute miles being Scots on Scottish soil. Um, but I didn't know any of this until afterwards, and it started kind of blown up a bit. And uh, everyone was telling me that there was actually kind of a bit of history behind it. Um, yeah. So that was pretty cool to to do because I just assumed that maybe like with how many good guys we have especially over like middle distance yeah. like, somebody would have yeah. done it somewhere but obviously yeah. not like we don't have many races like that in Scotland and certainly elite level races so that's probably why that any of those guys haven't done it so, so yeah. I was uh, felt really privileged to kind of be the first one to do it for such yeah. a long time oh well, well it was I've got it here so you were the first Scot to break the four minute mile barrier in Scotland since 1985, so literally, well, that's 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 the age of us. I was just gonna say, Ben, you wouldn't have been alive. Thank goodness, Kyle, we weren't even alive then. That's how old (laughs) that was. So, so in that spirit, Ben, let's let's go back. Let's tell the listeners. We all know where you are now. We're gonna come to that. But how did you get into running? Let's how tell us a bit about your entry into athletics. Um, so I kind of started on a on a more kind of swimming and triathlon background. Mm. Um, so I was like a swimmer when I was younger. Like that's literally all I did. Um, and then I did a bit of running at school just to kind of maybe get out of classes and whatnot, do some of the races uh, in the afternoon, uh, the odd cross huh. cross country from like now and again. And um, and then like I, I was doing all right um, from races time to time. And Central did have a um, kind of club in the town that I grew up in in Dollar. Um, so I just went there a couple of nights a week. Um, but priority at that time was kind of summing. So, like, most of the time I'd be summing on a Tuesday night and a Thursday night, which would be the kind of key running nights. But summing would kind of tide me over quite well for um, running just because of the amount of hours I was doing in the pool. Um, and just kind of stringing the two of those together, I was like, surely I can do a bike. Uh, just put the bike in there as well. Um, and with triathlon kind of popping off, like maybe like five, six years ago, um, with like the Brownlee Brothers and whatnot, I was like, you know what, let's mm-hmm. just do it. Um, kind of ended up be actually doing okay, getting into some of like the kind of junior Scotland squads um, and still kind of keeping, I actually became more of a runner um, while I was doing triathlon. Um, and just, I think just because it was one of the sports I did quite enjoy. Uh, the two summon was good, don't get me wrong, but the six AM starts were just not me. Um, and they were really, really and, and one thing I'm gonna say is like you know also are, are you still lost you there? Oh no, you're back. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was just oh there we go. Yeah, my Wi Fi's not the best at times. Um but no, I like the uh the cycling aspect as well was just so rough. Um so like trying to string all three together, it went well for a couple of years, but I was always better at running and um, getting some good results uh, on kind of the Scottish cross circuit on the odd kind of outdoor track race, indoor track race. And then ended up breaking my wrist, uh, couldn't swim, couldn't bike and just chucked both, uh, both of those and just went full in for running and haven't looked back since, to be honest. Um, wow. Yeah. It's amazing. And one thing we've got to say, folks, is Ben McMillan, it's still a junior. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, 
it's it's not like you're, um, you know, it's 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 not like you've got a, you know, you look as you're basically half our age, you know, uh, which is incredible. I mean, I just ran a tried to run a a sub five minute mile, and you're talking about, you know, you're already breaking four minute miles. It's it's incredible. You're such a talent, and to do the things you have at your age is hugely inspirational. And um, you know, thank for, you, thank you. No, I mean, you no. Know, well done for doing. You know, the training for you to get to that level. I mean, obviously, there's an element of you know having support there and um, a coach and uh, in in a pathway, but but there's also a level of um, it comes from you, you know. And so, what what does that look like just now for you, just to get to that sort of um, you know that next level? What have you had to do uh, to reach that sub four minute how, mile? And how how badly does Mikey Wright crack the whip? <laughs> oh, pretty, pretty bad. He's uh, he, he keeps a short leash, um, but that's, that's honestly, it's, I couldn't have done it without him. Um, and to be honest, it's actually I wouldn't say it's too complicated. Um, basically, he kind of he took me on um, coming up two years in November, and basically ever since, um, just kind of in the winter, um, and that was really really key in my runs. Um, come. Uh, the kind of May, June this year, um, just banging out 90, 100 mile weeks back to back. Um, 90 to 100 mile weeks? Race. Holy moly. Yeah, yeah. Um, strung maybe eight or nine of those together. It was meant to get 12 done, but ended up having COVID um, kind of start of February and that actually really knocked me back a bit. Um, so I didn't get all 12 of those weeks done, but um, I got nine, 90 to 100 done uh, in the winter and that just gave me such a big base. Um, come summer, and then I can kind of just I, I say muck about a bit, but just kind of float like 30, 40 mile weeks basically, just get the quality done in the sessions. Um, and a lot of it just comes from kind of Michael just setting my um, my kind of day to day plans from what I'm going to do on Monday. So, whether it's like uh, six miles in the morning, six at night, um, then like a Tuesday, kind of easy four, uh, double in the morning, and then whatever the session is, and basically just kind of going from day to day, uh, week to week, month to month, kind of thing. Um, and it's just mm. been stacking consistency for the last like kind of year and a half, two years. Um, that's what I feel like just kind of got me um, to where I have this year, just just stacking good weeks upon good we've, weeks. To be honest, we've seen you know when I look at your your record. Obviously, the, the Monument Mile is the one that really jumps out. But you know we've seen you do, we've seen you run. You know we've seen another result that I particularly like. You know you run in the Sterling 10k. You've seen you do 5k, 3k. Where, where do you think your sweet spot is at the moment? What are the what are the event, the distances that you really get? You think you're rolling at? I don't know. It's hard, like, because I, I I was never really a shorter kind of middle distance guy. Like, see, when I was younger, coming off a tri background, I always liked longer stuff. Like, I was doing crosses uh, cross country and whatnot, um, and I was assumed like I'd be better at five and ten k, but I ended up getting quite quick, um, just over lockdown, just doing a lot of kind of quicker track sessions ended up stringing for a good couple of time trial 15s and basically was like with michael why don't we just attack 1500 meters so that's what i did in 2021 um still got a couple 5ks and 10ks done towards the end of the season but nothing mm-hmm. spectacular um and then this season opened up with a 5k that i actually really enjoyed um just because i had so much rugby fitness but i would say my sweet spot would probably be 15 at the moment but I like mm-hmm. to think, think of myself as like a 1500 5k guy I've got that kind of versatility where I 
I, I've got the aerobic fitness that can just sit in the pack for 5k and then use the kick at the end and then I, I've got the speed and then a bit of a kick at the end to just grind out a 15 slash mile as well um, but I'd say I probably prefer the 15 at the moment um, that's just because I've done more of them to be honest and 5k could be 12 and a half laps could be quite grueling if you're not up for it mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and you know you've been um, you've been working you know in terms of the national championships you were taking part in that as well were you weren't you yeah yeah i was um that was back up there two weeks ago and um, that didn't actually go the way i was looking forward uh, for it unfortunately um i was beaten by the better man in the day um, it was just a long season um and to be honest i think i was lucky to come away with a silver medal and it's a bit testament to to michael and um my kind of mental strength from where i've come from because a couple of years ago if i was feeling as bad as i was and it's just kind of from the season I would have probably ever not dropped out but I would have certainly not been uh, finished as high up as I managed to do so I did manage to kind of grind out for the silver the silver medal um, but no it's still a very good performance um, it's just not what I was kind of came into the competition looking for but you kind of you got to roll off those punches and uh, just kind of that'll just add fuel to the fire for races uh, up and coming and next year is certainly yeah. the track. What an yeah. attitude! And what and we talked, so we've talked all about track, and that that's, you know, I, I get the impression you're a guy who loves. I mean, obviously you're coached by a man who who know you you just love the track from what I can see. But what about cross country? I've seen you. We've seen you know second place at the the national last year. Um, you know already. You know you. What's the what's your? How do you feel about cross country? Uh, it's a means to an end for the track season <laughs> for me. Um, like yes. I don't, don't get me wrong, like I I do enjoy it. It is good, but just I'm not a fan of hills. I'm not a fan of mud, uh, and to be honest, wind and rain as well. We can just kind of do one. Um, and unfortunately, <laughs> all of them come together in winter in Scotland. But I tell you what, if you can like grind out a 10k cross country in the wind, rain, and mud, running three and three quarter laps on the track will be an absolute kind of joke. So that's the way I kind of look at it. If I, I'll just get my head down grind for six months in the winter and it, when it's nice and warm 20 25 degrees down in Birmingham and Manchester and London then that, that's the dream so yeah it's worth it it is worth it uh, at nice. the time but I tell you I'm actually look, as much as I slate cross country I'm actually looking forward to a bit of change um, track seems to be long um, everyone will be like falling off their seats uh, for certainly from central hearing me say this but honestly like I'm looking forward to just a bit of change um, <laughs> Doing a bit, bit across, to be honest. I was going to say, uh, is that not on your, is that not in your central contract as a central athlete? You must do, you must do cross country. You guys have got such a, tradi- a tradition at it. You're, you know, it's uh it's part of the furniture there. Yeah, and we've got some team as well, and we're all a lot of us kind of guys who were younger are now moving into the senior ranks. So we're fighting for those spots at like the national cross country, like the top six. It's not as easy to get into as it uh, as it was maybe a couple of years ago. Um, certainly with like a lot of the younger guys uh, moving up there as well and, and we've got such a like a squad such serious depth that we, we managed to get two teams on the national relay podium last year which was just incredible like no one thought we could do that um, so it's, it's if we get everyone stacked out um, we could have like 12 guys potentially like fighting for like six spots on like the national cross country team um, so it's just it's wild it's, it's some depth honestly it's, um, it's such a privilege to be a part of as well um, and training for the guys and so on that's cool oh, that's amazing 
and and yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, cross country, you've got it seems like you've got a really good sort of support network there. What what do you do, like you know, other than run, like what else do you do, Ben? Um, so I'm studying at uh, Stirling Uni at the moment. I'm doing sport, um, and I'm working in run for it in Bridge of Allen. And oh yeah, that's literally just all I'm doing. Um, oh nice. All 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 sport oriented. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, all running basically oriented, um, and it's just quite nice to be balanced. To be honest. Um, uh, that's cool know. though. We had a we had a guy on one of our, a friend of ours actually last week who Kyle interviewed. He was going off to the World Champs. Uh, 100k world champs Jason Kelly and one thing Jason said in his interview which I love was he said he just was talking about how he's everything is about running in his life but it's because he has such a passion for it so you know I can see that in you I mean just the way you you can I can see the enthusiasm excitement as you bounce around talking about track it's it's which is it's it's so infectious to see um I mean what about in terms of uh just to jump back and training a wee bit what sort of um what sort of long run are you doing at the moment I'm I'm intrigued by I don't know, it depends. I don't really have, like, uh, like I said before, like, Michael kind of sets, like, my day-to-day. So, like, it's more kind of down to me. Uh, he has a rough, rough structure, but we don't really always have, like, some sessions can change last minute. So we could do a five-by-mile, which obviously you're guaranteed to get five miles. But mm-hmm. you could do a fortnight, which it's kind of dependent on how quick you're going to run the jogs and whatnot. So your distance can be really kind of skewed a bit. So uh, you normally set... I don't really have a set distance. I would say it's okay. normally whatever run I get, it would be to hit the kind of total for the week. So if I need 15, I'll hit 15. If I need 18, I'll be 18. Um, and a lot of the time, it will be kind of kind of overmixed terrain, um, like slogging up hills and whatnot, which I'm not a fan of. But as I said, it builds some serious space for the summer. Um, nice. So, yeah. And what is, and what, and uh, what's, I mean, I don't want to say I don't mean what's next in terms of what you what race have you got coming up next, but you know you're under 23 still. You've got you've got the world's your oyster in terms of what you're doing. Um, but what what are your ambitions? What do you in the next let's say the next four or five years? What is it you want to achieve? What are the the big races you eye up? What's what's uh, what does the future look like for Ben McMillan? Hopefully, hopefully I'd love to see myself uh, at the next Comedy Games. Uh, nice. As of this year. Um, that was the kind of goal just to kind of hit that and if I can do it this year uh, hopefully in four years time I'll be on that team uh, and it's in Australia as well so that's a pretty cool place to go nice um, oh, yes. who needs Birmingham when you've got Australia eh? yeah. Yeah, exactly <laughs> we've already been to Birmingham this year as well so it's like, <laughs> that. that's done I'd rather go to Melbourne uh, every day of the week um, but no potentially certainly next year I'm going to be focusing quite heavily on hitting the Euro under 23s trying to get that GB vest nice. um, I'm actually hit the standards from last year like this year um, so hopefully when they release them next year they won't be too quicker or much quicker than the, than what they set uh, last year um, so that'll definitely be the focus and then potentially just getting out into Europe and hitting some continental tours um, oh. and kind of just seeing where I can progress from there yeah. brilliant so. mate brilliant <laughs> That's it. So before you go, Ben, we, we've got like a few uh, fartlek type questions uh, or quick, quickie questions. Okay. They can be as long or as short as you like them to be. So, uh, Tommy, do you want to go first with your 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 question? Yeah. Uh, well, do you know what? You've set yourself up here since you work, you work at Run For It. Favourite running shoe? Favourite running shoe? I'll tell you what, I would have said the next percent, but 
Nike just released their new Pegasus Turbo, and it's the third version. And I, I love the first and second version, so I'm going to have to say the Nike Pegasus Turbo. Oh, you're, you're a man after my own heart. That was the answer I gave years ago. And everyone says the next percent, so I'm delighted to hear someone not say the next percent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, my one is, who's your running, other than, uh, you know, big Mikey Wright, who's your running hero? Lover hero. Oh, man, that's a hard one. Um, to be honest, I would probably say Kenanisa Bikile, uh, just oh. what he did on the track. Like, I think he's just... unmatched, to be honest. I, I, I know it's really controversial, but I think he's the best of all time. Uh, a lot of people disagree with me, think Kipchoge is the best, but I still think he's the best from his track, roads, and cross backgrounds. I think he ticks all three boxes. Yeah. Um, to be to be the goat. So I'll back it. You know your athletics, I like that because that's the that is the thing of, I mean as Kipchoge is a legend, but you're right. He's a if you had to box him in, you would say one trick pony at the marathon. So that's uh <laughs> yes. Tergat, what a classic. Very yeah, good. Tergat, right. I remember when Tergat came to Balmoral, uh, that was some that was a sight to behold when he oh, when yeah. he went there. He was yeah, it was like wow. But that was he was in his prime at that point. It was a Gebi Selassie versus uh Target show, you know. Uh, yeah, those were the yeah. days. But uh no but, but Kelly, I like it. I don't think we've had that answer. So I don't think we have. No, that's, that's a good answer. I like it. Yeah. Um right, yeah. so you're racing, you've got a big race tomorrow morning. What do you have for tea the night before? Oh macaroni cheese and garlic bread. <laughs> oh nice. boy! No wonder you went. No one wants to go ahead of Jeez, oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I love it. It's a classic. It's a staple. Once or or I'd have a few. If I'm home, I'd have that. If I'm away, if I'm travelling down like south, I'd ever have a Nando's or a Pizza Express. Classics. Whoever's in the local area, to be honest. Uh. That is Pizza Express is a sound choice the night before a race. That because you that's, know you're getting anywhere. Yeah. Dough balls and then a, a pizza. Happy days. That's, uh, yeah. that's music to Fat Simpson's ears. That exactly. <laughs> nice. That's me. What's your favourite session, Ben? Favourite session. Oh man, that's tough. Um, I did a session right at the start of the track season, and it was six hundred. Um, nine minutes rest, five hundred, eight minutes rest, uh, four hundred, seven minutes rest, three hundred, seven again, um, oh. two hundred. Then it was like five, and then one hundred, um, gotcha. and it was basically just balls to the wall, like, ru- like, honestly, oh. it was so rough. I ended up spewing <laughs> after the three hundred, um, and it was so rough. But it was on such a like a stunning day. It was really, really warm. The conditions were perfect, so I ended up running really, really quick. Um, but just I, I, I think that was I did that session ten days out from the morning mile. So in my head, that was the session that got me just like four minute mile. I know all the training in the background was probably what did it as well. Yeah. But in my head, that's what prepared yeah. me for that. Um, and really? I was thinking like if I can do that, I can run because I was running considerably quicker than sub four pace. So it's like if I can do that, feeling like. Like, like in my goddamn head, in my arms, in my legs, I, I can easily run a couple of like a couple of sixties and a fifty-nine to run sub four. So, nice. yeah, that was uh, that, that's that was definitely my favourite. Wow, what a session! Right, we have to do one of those, Tommy, list. for uh, 
for my Union Street mile, Mel's yeah, Mile next year. We'll, like. well, actually, do you know what, Cal? We've got, as we were joking, we've got a list of races the TRS must do, and the Monument Mile's on the list. We said we're going to go down and do it next year. We'll be in the D Lovely. race. It's fine. <laughs> the D oh, race. Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, honestly, we'll get uh, Michael will love that. Honestly, we'll be loving that. Yeah, that's yeah. uh well, we must do that. Right. Uh what yes. have I got? Um so sticking on this on the theme of food, you've just what you've 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 got an amazing result. What's your post race treat? Oh my post race treat. Probably I'd definitely say a pint. Uh it depends oh, if I can get on hand quick enough. Oh. Um <laughs> but I don't really know to be honest. I don't really have like I don't really have like a go to to be honest. Um What's your pint of like, choice then? Your, what would be your pint of choice? Oh, I'd say a nice cold Moretti. Oh. Interesting, we've not had that before. That's <laughs> oh, really? You're, you, there's, there's some cracking answers to this. Um, well, that, that's, <laughs> that links me very well to, to ask the, the, the not as awkward question because I know you drink, you, you have a pint. Uh, what do you think? I mean, this is gonna. Uh, this, this, this is gonna be I'm amazing. Being, this one. I can't wait to hear this answer. What do you think you could do a beer mile in, Ben? I've done. I have done one before. Um, huh? We done one. We did one in. It was must have been like April twenty twenty one, and I did like nine and a half minutes. Um, nine and a half minutes. <laughs> oh, Ben. Yeah, but I, think I was hoping like, for something faster. Yeah, we we uh, we did two so We did pints as well. So we 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 did. Uh, I remember like looking into it and like the actual beer mile world records on it's like three thirties. Yeah. Um, but we did it with pints, so it was like a more of a chunder mile than an actual beer mile. <laughs> but if I really Queen quit, Jules. to be honest, yeah, I, I don't know. I I'd maybe hope for maybe six. Nice. Maybe six high. I'd get the first two down really easily, and then it'd be the third that I'd just be like, oh my god, <laughs> that'd be rough. Um. I'd have to definitely, if I trained for it, I reckon I could probably get around low six, maybe. Oh, low six. I think that could be the fastest thing. I think it is the fastest. We, we operate, this is like a sort of top gear, or top gear a lap type system. Yeah. The fa- I think the fastest we've had is oh, yeah? <laughs> Rico, Chris Richardson, who is a, he's a former British 100k champ. He has run, he's talked up seven minutes, I think. So oh, six no, high. I, hey, dude, pipe down. I've done a 6.52. Well, we've, okay, fair enough. Last yeah, time, last time, the last time it was 12 uh-huh. minutes last time we did one so <laughs> no one, do you know who knows Callum McKenzie knows that I ran a 6.52 he was there I think he was six, anyway 6 high is what put, we're putting in the table we're compiling the table we're going to share it at some point 6 high that's going to be interesting well maybe next time once your season's come to an end if you do one <laughs> let us know we can update you'll have to ask Mikey for permission 100% though. <laughs> yeah. Oh, here we were actually planning. We were we were talking about getting one done. Um. So I'll definitely, I'll definitely. What actually? What I want to see is is the ma- the master and the apprentice, you and Mikey Wright showdown beer mile. Oh, That's what the that. people want to oh, see. Oh yes. <laughs> that that'll be that'll be quality. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, I, I, I reckon you would probably like out outgun me. I don't think he'd, he'd be on the downing part. He'd be a lot slower but the actual certainly from the one we did last time it was a lot slower but i just couldn't run for the liquid in my stomach um, mm. as quick as he could he even spiked up i had trainers on as well so that was my excuse <laughs> spiked up for a beer up. mile <laughs> you said yeah. you must do it seriously so, i like it yeah oh, it is. <laughs> brilliant yeah. well well ben it's been it's been amazing oh, talking pleasure. to you for the last half an hour and uh yeah thanks for coming on the show and it's what is next to... for you, by the way? What yeah, is your next race? Thanks for having me. 
What is your next race? You doing Sterling 10K um, this weekend? I've got the starters in front no, of me. No, you're not. I, I was, I, or I am entered, but um, just because it's been such a long season, like I've been on the go for the tracks, it's basically kind of middle of April, um, and I've been feeling quite kind of cooked from a long season. Um, so I'm currently starting off my second down week. Um, okay. I literally, I think I ran about four miles last week, um, and I'm not planning on running anything more than that again this week. Um, and I'm actually going away um, to get some sun for a bit, uh, literally the week of the mile. So like, I'm just like, okay. I'd rather just get my head down um, and grind for cross country in September and just have like a month of no racing after just having like four months of just solid racing. Um, it's hard because I actually really like the Sun 10K and the field is quality. It is, um, yeah. I don't think I do as well as I uh, as I could do. So I'm just going to decide just to, to pull it this year, um, yeah. which is a shame. Uh, yeah, you've got plenty more stilling 10k's in you, but um, well, yeah, we'll have a great holiday, and we will, we hopefully will come and we'll see you. Uh, maybe the East District Cross in Stirling. I think we're hoping to get down for that. So when oh. we see you down there in December. Oh, definitely. Well do, well do. Brilliant. All right, Ben. Thank thanks, so thanks very much. It's been Cheers. great to chat to you, buddy. Yeah. Go on, and we'll catch you. Well. Good luck. Catch Cheers, you Ben. Bye. Bye. Thanks, Cam. Fantastic. Well, Ben, what a guest. I mean, what an absolute, <laughs> what it. a gem of a lad. I'm, uh, Ben's one of these guys, as Kyle and I start to interview the younger generation, we don't know them. We don't, no. you know, even like, I mean, even like the guys, you know, Mikey Wright's a good example, someone who we both sort of knew through the running scene. And now, and that, yeah. so that's always been fine. But now interviewing these guys like Ben, what a talent, really good yeah. to, really good to put a, a face to a name and what it's a good lad he is. Yeah, I mean, you can tell why he's so, you know, so tight. He's clearly a talented guy, but um, he clearly works hard too. You can tell by the way, just his enthusiasm and passion for the sport. It's, uh, it's infectious stuff, you know. There's, it was. <laughs> there's, there's me, you know, drinking a, cu- a couple of a couple of beers and I'm like, <laughs> so. Yeah. But uh, no, it's it's good. Yeah, it's good to good to see. Um, you know, I mean, it's. Sub four minute miles. I mean, that's no hanging about, is it? I mean, it's not at all. I mean, what an achievement, though! Like the the first Scottish guy to run sub four minute miles on Scottish soil, I think, is just oh, amazing. You know, that's such a and he was only what under twenty at the time when wow. he did it. <laughs> scary, scary. So I got. I was one thing I mentioned there, which I think I got wrong. He, he was first under twenty three at the Stirling ten k, not first place, but even still, that puts him. He was seventh there, and you think what time oh, did he run? He ran thirty twenty six last okay. year. Yeah. At, you know, at that age. So I can yeah. only imagine he's gonna come through. So very exciting, very exciting uh to, to see what's uh what's coming. So yes, yeah. thank you, Ben. Um why don't we stick on that then, Carl? Why don't we do the race preview of the Sterling Ten K? Because uh, uh, absolutely, yeah, let's Lewis do Mi- that. Well, Lewis, well, well, Lewis, yeah. yeah, Lewis Miller, um Friend of the show, race director, was on the podcast about maybe six weeks ago, and he gave and we listened back. Really great to hear from Lewis in the race. But today, he shared with us the start list. So I'm going to quickly rattle off the men's, and we'll go to the women's afterwards. Uh, I can't guarantee they're all running because guys like Ben are on the list, so maybe not. But we'll start at the top of it, and it's kind of linked with a PB. So heading the field, Bucci, 13:06, 5k going into that. The man, the legend, Ali Hay, Central AC, 2959. Um, yeah. Hamish Hickey, Central AC, Christian Graham, La Suede, Ben McMillan, not running. 
Alistair Marshall, uh, another central 16. young loon, 14-16, he's moves. Luce Roger, Fife was a 30-26-10K to his name. Cameron Milne, central, has got a 66-half in him. Mark Doherty, Inverclyde, is a 14-55 guy. Luca Fanatoli, central, is a 14-52 guy. Ewan Cameron, 67-half. Conan McGockey, central, is a 30-13 guy. Del Rey, friend of the TRS, uh, Fife AC, Paralympian, 14-57-5K to his name. Lucas Cairns of Inverness uh, is in there, 1458. Owen Miller, another Paralympian, 5AC and TRS interviewee, 1417, 5K. Wow. Fraser, Fraser Stewart, Campus Langs, a sub 30 guy. Kenny Wilson has run 3022. Robbie Ferguson of Kilbarkins run 1457. Sean Chalmers, uh, Inverness is a sub 30 guy, 2951. Michael Ferguson, Aberdeen is a 1417 guy. Johnny Glenn, uh, sub 30 as well. Max Abernathy. Adam Craig, 2832. Um, that's a big name to have in there. Mike Strofferu is a 1413 guy. Callum Thorne of Edinburgh Uni is a 1423 guy. Noah Howitt uh, of Edinburgh C. Chris McGarty, Shettleston, 67 half guy. Jamie Burns of Shettleston, 1429. Mm. And Callum Phillip of Central, 1457. So, Kyle, that's stacked, pick, man. Pick, Good job, pick boy. a. Pick a top three out of that. <laughs> Pick a top three out of that. I mean, it's ridiculous. <laughs> it is, isn't it? Jesus. I think it's not the Scottish. It's not the Scottish Championship this year either. Crazy. Oh, oh. I mean, firstly, like, well done for Lewis and, and his team for getting such a stacked field. It's yeah. I mean, I mean, top three. Who would you top? That I, I think it's got to be Bucci. Um, I don't know what shape Adam Craig's in. So Adam moment. Craig, if he's running, he won the Mid Cheshire Five K last weekend. And what time? I think, it, did he... uh, I think it was like 14 and change. Okay. So, so if that's the case, I think Adam Craig is looking like he's in shape. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, if Andy's running, it'll be Andy, I think. Yeah. Um. I, I think Sean Chalmers might get, you know, he might dip in, dip in with a medal there. He's running really well at the moment. He is, yeah. Um. You know, he, he is. Although the, half marathon last weekend, so depends. Yeah, just yeah. an Antrim. 64 so minutes for the, the Antrim, which we'll talk about. Yeah. Uh, shortly, and your your third place. Um, oh. <laughs> don't know. I don't know. It's too difficult to call. I mean, <laughs> do you not never write off Ali Hay? No, <laughs> no. I mean, he's a sub thirty minute boy. Like you know, he's he might he might be yeah. Uh, you know, he might he might be our age, but he's still got the the pace. Um, I don't know. I, I think. Um, uh, I, I think, I'm gonna go for um, I'm gonna go for Owen Miller. I think uh, I think shape. Owen's got um, you know he's 14-17 for the 5k. If he's focusing on, I don't know if he will be, but I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna go outside chance uh, Owen Miller for the for the third there. What I'm about you, Tommy? Go... Do you know? I think someone like Hamish Hickey. I don't know. The thing is, I don't know what shape out all these guys are in, but based on I think someone like Hamish Hickey, or even I tell you, who I think is a is a talent as well, who we've not mentioned, Alistair Marshall. Yeah, I'm not sure what he's running. What he's running 10k, in, but certainly at 5k. I mean, he very he ran 31.51 last year. Mind you, he's under 20. I mean, that, he's a young loon, so maybe right. so maybe not over 10k. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Hamish Hickey. Hamish Hickey, what for yeah. the third? For the third spot, yeah. Who who was our second place? Are you saying Sean too? Uh, uh, no, Craig. I'm going Adam Craig. Okay. If he's if Adam Craig's running, uh, yeah. I'm just trying to find. I'm actually if I sound a bit distracted, it's because I'm trying to find uh, 
what he did on the weekend. I'm sure he, uh, I'm sure he did something. Um, well, while while I find that, uh, onto the ladies' side. So I'll go to the same. Chat about them. Yeah, go for it. I'll let you rattle through the, that start list. While you do your your, yeah. your research on 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 live podcast on live TRS, sir. Uh, Morag Miller, uh, clear clear favourite. Potentially, yes and no. We 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 have, uh, you know, she might have race directing duties since Lewis is uh, the organizer. Um, so it depends what you know how uh, how much delegation uh, Lewis has been providing to the other volunteers. Uh, but Annabelle Simpson's in fine form at the moment. Uh, won the she ran recently won the five k that race we're talking about. Was it the English champs or something? English five k champs. Uh, anyway. Or the British 5K champ, something like that. Oh, Jen the, Anna, Annabelle, that was the Cardiff 5K. Aye, that's right. What yeah, was that? Was I that a national like a championship? Na- I think it was like a home nations type thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, Jen from Wetton's running really well at the moment. See, she's still, you know, smashing some park runs. Louisa Brown, 1645, she's ran. Uh, Eve McKinnon, 3549. Kirsten Maxwell, 37.06. Laura Gibson uh, is 1712. Jessica Craig, 33.59. Um, Michelle Sanderson, 35.45. Leslie Bell, 36.38. Meredith Reed, 35.04. Yvonne McNairn, uh, 36.28. And Millie Nicol, 35.48. So um, I think, for me, I think currently based on the entrance, my, my top three is going to be... Um, Annabelle Simpson, Morag Miller, and Jen Witten. That's uh, that's that's what I I predict there. What about you, Tommy? Yeah, do you know? I are think that for, are you going for I a wild card? An, I think that's an obvious first three. I, I don't think I can look away from those three either. To be honest, I think um, I mean Annabelle is in great shape. Jen is just a, a consistency woman who seems to can run who runs just well all the time she puts a lot of work in a lot of early miles i'm intrigued about meredith reed inverclyde 35 minute uh 35 or 4 10k i'm intrigued by her jessica craig though 33 59 you know i'm gonna throw jessica craig in there i'm not sure who's uh i'm gonna go oof no, I'm gonna go I think no I'm gonna stick I'm gonna stick with, with I'm gonna go Annabelle Morag Jen. Same same three. But right. I'm intrigued I'm very intrigued to see how Jess Craig goes. Speaking of Craig, so Adam did win the Mid Cheshire five K last weekend in on Friday just past fourteen oh nine. So he's rolling. Oh, okay, that's rolling, yeah, yeah. Um just going back to to Meredith Meredith Reed, she 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 got a second in the, the national champs in thirty five oh four. Yeah. So she's in good form. Mm-hmm. Um, which you know, I don't know what Jennifer's running at the moment, but she did very well in the nationals. So uh, yeah, it'll be interesting. I think it'll be a close one there. Uh, and Jessica North, Jessica Craig is, is she? I, I I don't think there's a I don't think there's a relation. Is she related to Adam? I don't think so. But maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah. Okay. Well. Anyway. Um. Well, no, it's a, it's a, it's it's going to be saucy. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm slightly jealous, but uh, yeah, maybe maybe once we get our our speed back, Tommy, we can bounce back into these fast races. Yeah, eh? yeah, well, yeah, absolutely. What else have we got? So this weekend just passed World Hundred K. Should we talk about that? Let's talk about that. Yeah, I mean, uh, so 
I think the, the, the standout result really is Joe Murphy. Um, Joe Murphy ran personal best for the World Amazing. 100 Kilometer Championships, representing GB in a new PB of 7.38 to get 14th place, which is phenomenal. So uh, it also moves her to fifth in the UK all-time list as well. So Joe, if you're listening, which I'm sure you are, uh, because we know that you're a fan of the show, uh, Congratulations, that's such an amazing run. Well done. Uh, yeah, I hope you're proud of yourself and you're having a cheeky wee, wee, uh, wee, wee dram to celebrate there. Um, yeah, so standout performance for me. Um, Jason Kelly, our other Scottish GB lad, um, didn't have as, as good of a race. Uh, I don't know what happened. I think he maybe had a recent viral infection. Um and, you know, his breathing issues weren't very, you know, he was struggling to breathe. Um, maybe went off too too hard at the start. I don't know. Uh, you know, hopefully we'll, we'll find out a little bit more about that um, in terms of his his result. But yeah, I mean, his first GB cap, it was Joe's first GB cap as well, I think. Um, so yeah, I think huge kudos to both of them for, you know, getting out there and, and just, you know, laying it down as well. Uh, so yeah, well done to... Not only Joe and um, and Jason, but also the rest of the team as well. And some of them we've we've already had on the show as well, uh, like uh, your man Matt Dickinson, Ollie Gerrard, um, who are the English lads, uh, Gareth King, who is the Northern Irish guy. Mm-hmm. He ended up running six thirty, six yeah. hours thirty for like Amazing. eighth place or tenth place or something, uh, which is phenomenal. I mean, he was he was behind me at the the race in. Dublin, like um, last year, and now he's he's basically taken thirty five minutes off his time, <laughs> just incredible, or more than that, forty minutes off his time. So um, amazing, amazing progression. So yeah, I well think done. What uh, what struck me looking at the results, you know, is and again, you know, Gareth in, in ninth, that's amazing, six thirty two. But what really struck me is the Japanese. So Haruki Okayama in first place. 6.12. Yeah, I mean, that's... Bonkers. I mean, you think about the world record a couple of years ago was um, 6.09, was it? Uh, by, you know, the... I don't know if it was him. It was a Japanese lad. I don't know. Maybe it was it him. Maybe it was like... It could have been... Yeah, Japanese uh, lad ran 6.12. It was born in the, the world record before that was... Uh, before it was taken off by um, your... Uh, oh, God. Wait, what country is he? What's the guy's name again? Kind of mind. The American bloke. Oh no, no it's the, no. the Polish guy or the. I know. I know. Ah, oh, that's terrible. I know what you mean. Yeah, he's run. He's run really fast. Yeah, uh, six anyway, or something. Something like that. But so, but the reason I highlight the two Japanese guys at the front, six twelve and six seventeen. I mean, to be fair, a Dutch chap ran six eighteen. So it's you know, but absolutely crazy those sort of yeah. times. Um, yeah. So yeah, really Thanks, quite uh, quite amazing. Actually, what was the fastest uh, female time out of interest was seven oh four from Florian. Which is a Hot European French. record, I think. Is it? Wow. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that's impressive. Um, so that was cool. The other thing that I wanted to touch on was the it was the Antrim Coast Half Marathon as well, uh, a race which we've been at before. Sadly, not there this year. Um, but again, it's a it's a real fixture in the in the in the in the calendar now result wise we'll talk about the we'll start with the scottish results actually because that's uh that's quite interesting 
for our listeners. I think the highlight was not quite not in the Scottish team, but in the but running. Callum Hawkins continues the comeback trail. So Callum running 104-02 for seventh place. Uh, you know, to put that into context, I mean Callum's a 60-minute flat guy. I think he's he's got a quicker half in him. Um, but really good to see him featuring. Um, Sean Chammers was the first in the sort of Scottish team home. 104.57, which is, I mean, that's great. A really good run from Sean in 14th in a, in a really elite field. Fraser Stewart, 106.22 um, for 22nd. Again, really impressive. Just behind him was Lewis Rogers, 106.38. And uh, the other Scots were Mike Christofferu, 107.04 in 28th place. And then we had James Douglas in 107.28 uh, back in 30th place. On the in terms of the women, um, if I how do I filter this by gender, we had on the Scottish side, Ginny Barand was our first Scott home. I'm trying to find that result. Uh, where is it? Yeah, one sixteen twenty nine, which I think is a PB, a big PB for Ginny, taking over a minute off there. Really good result there. We also had. Claire Bruce in 121 flat and Rebecca Burns in 121.34. So cool to see some Scottish um, Scottish girls in there, a couple of them making their debuts, which is great. In terms of a race, though, it's it remains it really remains stacked. I mean, we had Yamal Yimer in 59.03 for Ethiopia winning it. So you know he was a min- he was a minute up the road. The second place Alfred Nageno from Kenya was was one hour dead. So it's um, Sorry, one hour and 58 seconds. So, God, he was two minutes clear. Two minutes clear of the winner. That's quite two impressive. Two minutes? Jeez, yeah. yeah. Mark Scott, Absolutely. I think he'd run. Well, I, and I mean, he I'm did. Sure. Yeah. Did. 102.56. What's Mark's PB? Yeah, uh, he's done a f- one hour flat, I'm sure. I, I know it's uh, it's fa- fairly ticking away that, isn't it? But you know what, what puts Calm... So, I think, I suspect, when we look at the results, so just when Calm Hawkins was yelling... Yalem Zerf who is an Ethiopian uh, and won the women's race in 104.21. Fiona was watching it when I was out for a long run yesterday morning. She suspected that Cal might have been pacing the lead, uh, the lead, the lead women, and maybe pressed on in the end just by the way she thought the race went unfolded. So if that's the case, that might add a bit of context to Cal's time, but um, in it, which is great in any case if he's on the comeback. But 104 for lead women, that's. Uh, that's quite impressive. And second place was uh, Tessa Hay Gemichu. Now, I'm going to jump on to another stat from the race, uh, which is a, a real, which I was delighted to see. I was delighted to see we got, uh, it brings me on to a nice short-sighted, delighted that we got this shouted out. So thank you, yeah. David Murray, someone who I've met at races in the past, who rocked his TRS race shorts at the Antrim yeah. half. Yes. And uh, to run 113.42, and he was 13th in the mass race. Oh, I don't know if you can. Really? I, don't know if you, you, I don't know if you've seen that, Kyle. That uh, I, I did see it. Picture. I was actually yeah. looking for uh, all our short-sighted uh, runners this this weekend. Uh, <laughs> while you're rambling there, amazing. So, yeah, I, I, that's amazing. And and what about like, yeah? I mean, that's that's it, folks. I mean, these these shorts do give you the They're extra fast. edge. Bugger carbon plates and Nikes and stuff. It's all about the TRS shorts, folks. Eh? So. <laughs> so we had we had uh so yeah well done david that's class really good to see that we also had uh you and i of course we were we were rocking our shorts at the various races on the weekend do you know who else had a pair of shorts i saw i noticed on the trs uh, socials was uh rico Brad sheldon 
So Grant Sheldon did. Yeah, Grant. So Grant was shared a video which I thought was class of him and his training group, and he's just cruising along. Probably how fast did he look though? Jesus Christ! Under five minute miling, just cruising in a pair of tears. Probably what I was doing for one times ten. So he he looked great in a pair of TRS shorts, and then Rico. So Chris, a uh, friend of the show, um, he was running. Chris does this really cool thing, which he did before Boston, and I thought was smart. The, he basically goes up to Glen Shee and runs downhill for his long run to really get, you know, put some. I'm giving away all his trade secrets here. He's going to kill me. Getting all his quad busting in, um, which I thought, which is a great idea. So he's he's running Loch Ness, which we should do a race preview for at some point. And I and I saw on his uh, he, on his Instagram that he was doing that same run from Glen Shee down to Ballater, uh, and he had his TRS shorts on. Oh, look at that. Eh? Yeah, and I, I think uh, Joe Joe and Jason did rep their shorts uh, when they were of course. Uh, in Berlin as well. So um, Did you see the picture? So I commented on Jason, on, I think it was, Joe's, uh, some, it was Joe or Jason's Strava, I can't remember who it was. Jason Kelly in a GB vest and tartan running shorts in front of Checkpoint Charlie. That is, <laughs> that's like iconic. <laughs> Just like, I mean, it's just, uh, it's for, yeah, that, I mean, it's just amazing <laughs> to yeah. do it in a place like that. Or TRS shorts, <laughs> that so short sighted is one listener. Just tell us and share us when you've got the shorts on. But yeah. if you can wear them in front of like a national monument, even better. You know, that's, <laughs> I want to see a pair of tartan running shorts in front of the, well, I want to see them on the finish line in the Boston Marathon, but I also want to see them in front of Niagara Falls, that sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. It's... I've, so I've, I've worn them and I've, Finished a race in front of the Eiffel Tower, so there we go. That's uh, oh, we're starting that, to stack yeah. up a bit of a bit of I've, TRS. I don't know what have I finished. In? I've finished it on uh, you were in the Mozart? music hall in Union Street in Aberdeen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Union Street, yeah, classic Good world that, heritage. Yeah. Oh boy. Well, uh, what about our TRS run of the week then? I think TRS run of the week is my vote would go to Joe. Joe Murphy. Oh, look at that, Joe. I, I can't believe I can't... it. Two weeks in a row, we're giving it... I'm, 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 my, my vote is going towards, and yours may well be as well, my vote's going towards an ultra runner. Two weeks in a row. Who'd have thought it? I know. Look at that. You're... you're, um, you're, you're what's the word? You're loosen, not loosening up. You're... Um, softening know, up. Softening up. The same, I, guess, yeah. I think it's bedtime for us now. Eh? Who? Are, what is that? What do you reckon? Do you concur with that, Joe? I, I, I mean, yeah. I mean, Joe's like 14th place in the world 100k champs. Uh, clearly, has had a great prep. She's she's managed to get a personal best. It was probably quite warm. Um, first Brit home, second best performance from the GB team uh, in terms of position. It's got to be Joe Murphy. Nice. Look at that, Joe. We're doing things in our TRS shorts too. But you know what? We're gonna we're doing things a little bit the wrong way around though, because we have uh there's two results that we meant to do that we haven't done. Uh the first is the it was the run bankery festival on the weekend. First event is you see how many events there were in Scotland this this weekend? Holy moly. It's, it's crazy. It's bonkers. It absolutely bonkers. So uh <laughs> but let's that we like to share ones from close to home. So from right. the bankery uh, let's start with it. There was a 10k and a half. So I'm just going to go through the results. Um, on the the let's start with the women on the 10k. It was a win for Susan Maton Maton Matonti. 
Susan Matonte, Suzanne Matonte, uh, pardon my pronunciation there, in 44.39, I think it's quite a lumpy course. Second place was Becky Strachan, Metro Aberdeen, 47.05. And third place was Claire Gallagher in 49.11. On the men's side, it was a win for Paul Knight, uh, Metro Aberdeen Running Club, 36.01. He also did the mile. Second place was Ben Ward, Run Beer, in... 38.02, I just came back from a jog with Ben, he was debriefing me on that. And nice. third place, Michael Barker, Stonehaven Running Club, who was 38.11. Uh, so a bit of a, a quite an impressive top three there. Um, on the women's side and the half marathon, um, it was uh, which is a new race this year, which is cool. So Northeast Runners, that's one for your calendar next year. Nicola McDonald met Trabadine in an impressive 126 on that course. Second place was Marie Baxter, 140 15 and in third place d waters stonehaven running club in 141 29 running at the results sheet is a very impressive win in the men's half marathon by martin muller metro aberdeen running club 117 flat that is a very lumpy course second place richard mcgaw metro aberdeen uh 125 in third place Jamie Ross, D-Side Runners in 126.57. Thank you to Kirsty Robson for sharing the results directly to us for such a, for us to be able to debrief so quickly. Look at that. Brilliant. That's how you do it, folks. If you want to get your, your result on TRS, you've got to send it directly to us so we don't have to search for it. Um, on that note, I mean, I, I forgot to even tell you the results of the the Chris Smith Davit Dash. So uh, go for it. Drum roll, folks. Uh, first place went to none only than yours truly. Uh, <laughs> That's why I <laughs> wants to read them out. 1741 on a lumpy course, I must say. <laughs> uh, Metro Aberdeen, first senior. Um, and, and then second, um, second, well, second place overall and first vet was Ian Stewart of Jog Scotland Running Club. Jog Scotland Contour Running Club, sorry, in uh, 1932. And third place went to Kevin Morris, Murray Road Runners, in uh, 1946 as well. And your first female over the line first was uh, Lindsay Brosnan of Daviot Lads and Lasses. Look at that as a, as a club name, eh? Um, what, a, what, what a club name. <laughs> uh, and then your second... Female was went to Angela Walker uh, in 26 minutes flat, and your third female was Juliet Taylor in 28:01. There you go, folks. Eh? So I've yeah, well done to everyone taking part. In that another race. another result I'm going to pull up oh. from Scotland it was the Perth 10K on the weekend. So we had uh, for the win there was a uh, mocking was a Sean mocking sorry 34:53 for the win called the Glen Harriers. Second place, Michael McConnell of Perth Roadrunners in 34.58. And in third place, it was Carter Taylor of Fife AC, 35.44. On the female side, it was a win for Sandy McDougall, Dundee Hawks, 36.44. Second place was Fiona Bunn, Edinburgh Uni Heron Hounds, 37.14. And in third place, it was... Andrea Banks of Tyndale Hires and uh, Tyndale Hires and AC. That's an interesting way for that name to that club name. Anyway, Andrea was thirty nine twenty six to round off the podium. Um, I'm going to give my old man a shout. My dad was running, oh, which was uh, which this was is cool. Why you so to do the results. It, well, it was. I want <laughs> a is to give him a shout out and b to tell him off. So the good result oh. is he had a strong run. So dad coming home there in fifty two one. 
But I've seen a picture of him. He wasn't wearing his tartan running shorts, and I've given You're him a joking. pair. So oh, come on, you know, if come on, this, Father Brian. I haven't actually spoken to him since the run, so uh, this, so I'll do it on TRS instead. Call You've got out. a pair of tartan running shorts. They're there to yeah. be worn in races. Do you, know, do you know how much work Tommy puts in to give you a pair of these shorts? This is gold exactly. dust. These things. They are gold dust. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. So we'll we'll hopefully get that corrected uh, in the next race. But anyway, well done, Perth 10K. Really cool to see you. Uh, there was quite a big field there actually. We're looking at 286 finishers. It's good. 286 finishers. Jeez, oh, that's all right, isn't it? Decent, yeah. yeah. Oh, well, um, yeah. I mean, in terms of results, I mean, if you do, you know, we can't name and commentating all the results, but if you do want to see some of the other results, check the Scottish Athletics results webpage. Uh, Run ABC are quite good at uh, linking the results as well. Um, so, yeah, just have a look and see uh see what's what and you know see who's see who's been taking part in some of these races and performances absolutely uh, so yeah so other than that tommy have we missed anything out or will we I think, uh i think that's we, everything on the notes tonight like premature so, ending there so what have you got on the rest of the week kyle you're racing this weekend <laughs> not yet i haven't found a race yet <laughs> if uh i've got my once i forgot to say one thing i, I have Maybe I have kind of mentioned it. Is I've definitely got my mojo back. I think I'm. I'm not feeling as gloomy as like I've got a bit more energy in me, and I'm. You know, after COVID, and I really struggled for a while, and I was like, I'm not. I mean, I'm not getting much faster, mind you, but I. I feel in a better place, and I feel I've got more energy to go out for a run, and it. I doesn't feel like I'm. You know, pulling a ball and chain behind me. You know, so that's a good thing. Uh, you good know, thing. looking at the positives. You know. So, I mean, anyone who's been in a bit stuck in a rut, folks, uh, and you're maybe just coming back if you've been ill or like, it, there's light at the end of the tunnel. I've, you know, for me, I didn't think there was, and I thought it was it, game over. And there's me doing a mile race. You know, who would have thunk it? A mile mm-hmm. to 100, eh? Nice. <laughs> uh, so, no, no, other than that, no, just a bit of training, um, just enjoying it while the weather's good uh, and the days are long. And uh, we'll just see what we what tickles my fancy in the next sort of few weeks or so. What about you, Tommy? Another park run, is it? If I'm still in the game, maybe another park I run. It <laughs> might, I mean, it's at this stage. It could be. It could be any minute now. It could um, be any but, minute, literally. I, I'm surprised we might. Well, I'm not surprised, but you know, this could have been a, a, a just like call off. Let's go. <laughs> call it. <laughs> But I, so I, I'm on the, I'm on that was Saturday. There was 94 park runs, so I'm still on, I'm on track. I think I'd like to get the hundred T-shirt by the end of the year because I feel like when I'm not in serious running mode, I'm not really banking. I don't really not really shooting after any races. It's not a bad time to, to check off that hundred park run. So I think I can uh. do six by the end of the year. And I also, I jumped into a session with the lads actually at the club last week, um, for the first time since I've been back. And ucha, boy, they are not hanging about and I was way off the back and that's you know it's it's one thing to go to a club session where the whole club's there but this is you know the sharper lads and I was we did a, a th- basically a 3k which is two laps then two by a lap so 1500 meters two by sorry yeah 3k two by 1500 four by k so the claimers the claimers exactly yeah so for, for Aberdeen based listeners you'll know a claim what a claimer is and uh yeah the 3k we were going off 13 minutes right so doing a 3k of 13 minutes I was a minute slower than the guys at the front. So not only was I running a minute more, I lost a minute. I had a minute less recovery. <laughs> no. So you can imagine how that session went down. But it was okay. I, I actually found, it's interesting, I've done a, a few partners recently. I find that I can, 
I actually did that session, the 3K, 2x15, and I did 2 by k because I thought, I'm not training for a marathon. I don't, 8K of effort's enough for me. Um, but yeah, I realized that I was running the, I was running, I can lock into like a 5.30 mile pace reasonably fine. And I can run, I think I could probably run, I could run 10K at it, but I run, I'm running 5K at it as well at the minute. So uh, I don't have that, I just can't, I'm either not hurt, prepared to hurt as much or I'm just, I don't have that top end. So it'll come, but that's the, I'm I'm going to hopefully train tomorrow night if I can. And if I can, honestly, the next thing you're going to see from me is hopefully lining up at the East District Cross December. Oh, look at that, eh? Look at that. <laughs> come, come hell or high water, wherever I may be in the field, that's the, that is the intention. I would, I think I need a bib, I need, a, I need something on the calendar. And I think until then I'm going to have, some other things to deal with but that feels that feels far enough out that i can get into shape and far enough out that i've got time to adjust to new life as it were oh it's exciting exciting times for you man yeah geez oh yeah so, well, well listen so well i think yeah that's us for tonight eight o'clock on the dot probably a good time to look at that eh? just in time to watch a, a wee movie you know a wee a wee episodes <laughs> or something eh? uh but no no well, well you know and from our perspective, from our side, uh, good luck and yeah, fingers crossed. Um, everything arrives. It could be next. This could be your last uh, episode of, you know, with, with you know, wow, the, a crying baby in the right, background, or is, crying babies. Yeah. So yeah. the best suggestion we've had for the twins so far is Rico's name suggestion is Kip and Chogi. Oh, for God's sake! <laughs> 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 so, Someone also suggested Callum and Derek, and I thought that's a, that would be a very oh, weird on. thing to do. Can you imagine that? That would be creepy, that wouldn't it? Yeah. So <laughs> Although anyway, uh, we'll you know, I'm we'll, saying that we'll see. we Logan and Lennox, uh, like they both got some sort of subtle theme of of something within their names. So okay. Logan's got Chase, and uh, and Lennox has got Ryder. So ah, interesting. Go. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. So you can maybe you know, I don't know. I'm sure you've thought of things, but exciting times, eh? Uh, so if you do want to contact us, folks, you can get us on um, on tartanrunningshorts at gmail.com. Uh, you can get us on our the usual Facebook channels as well, uh, Facebook, Instagram, and our Twitter handle as well. So there's lots of ways that you can communicate with us, folks. So don't feel, don't be shy, um, you know, and, and likewise, don't be shy to flaunt those tartan running shorts. We've We've delivered over a hundred pairs, uh, so you know there should be a hundred, if you know maybe not at one time, but we should have all a hundred of you sending some uh, selfies of of those beautiful uh, shorts with the white gusset back to Tartan Running Shorts headquarters. Eh? So anyway, Fantastic. on that note, here's Ali McIver to send you all to sleep. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Sometimes shuffle, sometimes saunter when we trade.
they like park run and cross country and Nike's dodgy shoes. So bring some tarpaulin and let's go running in our shorts, in our shorts, in our shorts, short shorts, because there's banter when we canter with the tartan running shorts. Because there's banter when we canter with the tartan running shorts. And that's a wrap.